pimp. Narcotics king. Big time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. You need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life. Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. My name's Gak. This is a song you've probably heard extensively over the past month or so, but... Part of the reason I'm playing it now is it's why I got into radio, as you should know, as everyone should know. Everybody knows that the days are loaded, everybody rolls with their fingers crossed, everybody knows. The war is over, everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the boat is leaking. Everybody knows the captain lied. Everybody got this broken feeling, like their father or their dog just died. Everybody talking to their pockets. Everybody wants a box of chocolates and the long stem rose. Everybody knows. Yeah. 
Everybody knows which button to press when they want music to play. And everybody knows you have to move that level up so people can hear it. Everybody knows. And that's Leonard Cohen, one of the big songs off his 1988 comeback album, I'm Your Man. And that sort of merges the two uh, sonic plates he was working with at the time. Since in the 80s, he went really with a Casio keyboard. Apparently found tourist shop in Manhattan. They had no MIDI inputs, which made uh, the audio team uh, curious how they're going to set all of this up, but as we heard, it worked. And of course, the standard flamenco guitar that uh, we've heard throughout Leonard Cohen's career. The darkly humorous ode to unspoken matters was used effectively as the theme to Christian Slater's character's pirate radio station from the 1990 film Pump Up the Volume catching the film on late night TV sometime after its release. And not only did the movie introduce me to acts like the Pixies, Bad Brains, and Liquid Jesus, 
It also helped my fuel. Or helped fuel my interest. Maybe help my fuel too. But anyways, that's how I got into radio since. I built uh, my own basic transmitters using Radio Shack kits. My dad managed to get signal strength that measured in centimeters. But upon watching that movie, it definitely gave me a sense of talking myself sometimes and wondering who's listening. But also uh, gave me an interest in low wattage radio stations for hyper local communities. Somewhat matches this very station's guiding ethos. Although, obeying broadcast regulations. At least most of the time. Currently, we definitely do so. Back in the 50s, we've heard anecdotes from uh, CITR alumni that... Roving vehicles were sometimes used to transmit in the Vancouver region. In very shifty ways. Stuff that's a little harder to get away with nowadays. Can't be so reckless. Anyways, Everybody Knows also appears in films like Adam McGoyan's 1994, Exotica, which involves multiple stories surrounding a Toronto Gentlemen's Club. And uh, the song continues on with that sort of a vibe, since it was used to the themes of the Canadian documentary series through a city called Sex TV. And this year alone, Everybody Knows appeared in a couple films, like The Infiltrator and War Dogs. It's been covered by acts as diverse as Concrete Blonde, and their take actually appears near the credits for Pump Up the Volume, and uh, ended up on the soundtrack release through MCA. Other acts like Don Henley, a fellow Montrealer and frequent coverer of Cohen, Rufus Wainwright, and Bette Midler. It's also been translated into languages, at least from what I could see, as diverse. They're all pretty northern. Norwegian, Danish, and Inuit. I had time dug up some of those because it's definitely interesting to hear songs you're highly familiar with in different languages. Anyways, a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be, and welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's morose yet spirited community radio station, C-I-T-R. We are your voice at UBC here at 1.9 on your FM dial. We broadcast at 590 watts. That's a pretty low number. From unceded Muskegon territory here from the student nest here on campus. Currently outside the station, we have a wide array of historical disc order copies dating back to the 80s and beyond. Looks like you can peruse them and take what you will. Something I'm negligent to do. But yeah, stop by the student nest, pick up some history. Look through some records, too. Oh, where was it in this preamble here? Oh, yes, we broadcast to the lower mainland of British Columbia. From Squamish to Bellingham, west across the Salish Sea, and deep into the Fraser Valley. And all these places. And anywhere the internet takes you, you can find us online, www.citr.ca. My name's Gak, and I'll be holding up a light these catacombs for the next two hours, so watch for any cobwebs, and any dripping that you may hear will be expected. That wasn't really a drip. Okay. Phone number for the station video is listening live, 604, that's the area code, 822, that is what's historically known as the exchange. It tells you you're reaching UBC, or at least point gray, best of. And the rest of the phone number is 247. That spells out CITR. 
604 UBC CITR. Do keep it short and sweet to the point, like anything I'm saying right now. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegag at gmail.com. You can have it with questions, requests, other comments, things I should be aware of. One day I need to actually profile a soundtrack from this year itself before it ends. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at 100air, on Instagram, myopicman. Although right now it's all the Hawaiian photos that I dearly miss. And Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr, under its given name. So with Leonard Cohen kicking off the show, as we're quite familiar now with this brutal year, he died three Mondays ago at the age of 82. The legendary singer, songwriter, musician, poet, novelist, and painter spoke of big ideas, as we heard, politics, religion, relationships, all over 60 years. And uh, I've been definitely been behind on a profile on this most important Canadian figure. But uh, life on the road for me didn't help too much. At this point, you've probably had your fill of certain songs, so avoid some of the obvious choices. So definitely no Hallelujah. Although my niece a pretty good version of this type of course. So I'll tie into some associations with film, along with some covers, and then some recent materials and see like David Bowie released an album. Almost hours. However, we'll also do- dive into another recent death, more on the soul side, so we'll pick things up towards the back half of the show. Sharon Jones was a powerful force in the world of Neo Soul, along with the mighty Brooklyn label Daptone, which is where the Dap Kings come from. So, we all wide mix of stuff. Much like we have in the background here, this is Grand Am, a project by local producer Amanda Anderson, and this song is called Anima. It was uploaded on her Bandcamp just this September, because uh, we're not purely talking about death here. We're also talking about the Big Joy Music Festival, the fourth iteration. For two days this weekend, Friday and Saturday, December 2nd and 3rd. And this will be all at the Remington Gallery on East Hastings. So, this celebrates the uh, local scene tied to noise, ambient, drone, experimental, and avant garde music. And uh, it's built up quite the reputation all this time. And um, In uh, Amanda Anderson's case, she talks about the harsh drones, disembodied voices, oscillating feedback, and she uses a collection of analog devices, creating improvised sound art, motivated by themes of idealized femininity and normalized oppression. So you can catch Grand Am as part of the Big Joy Music Festival. She'll be appearing at the Remington Gallery on Friday, December 2nd at 10.30 p.m. And, uh, yeah, tickets available for... The weekend start at twelve dollars. You can get them at Red Cat Records, Audio Pile Records, and Selectors Records, or online at BrownPaperTickets.com. And the Big Joy Festival is presented and sponsored by CITR Radio and Discorder Magazine. So let's get one other Grand Am track here, and I'll talk about uh, some of the acts that are performing. And this is another song from 2016. This will be Grand Am with Exercise H8, perhaps spelling hate. As an exercise for the discerning listener, you're listening to his joyful exploding head movies here, live from Studio A here in the big, yo, so very big, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, where it's somehow not raining. Exercise 8 Cabs and Lower Thighs. 
starting position. Hold knob of door with both hands at waist. Arms Movement one. On tiptoes, bend at the knees, keeping back straight to low position. Movement two, still on toes, come part way up and repeat. December 2nd and 3rd is Vancouver's fourth annual Big Joy Festival. Big Joy presents a broad spectrum of what Vancouver's weirdo music scene has to offer, casting a wide net across many genres and styles. The festival is two days of experimental sound, featuring artists Hick, Chris Cogburn, Today is an Orange Day, Sarah Gold, and Alexandra Spence at the Remington Gallery and Studio. Get your tickets at Red Kite Records, Audiopile, Selectors, or online at brownpapertickets.com. That was local duel Kensington Gore from the 2013 self-titled debut. That was the Optic here, the 
Apotheker. Looks Dutch. That's why I went with the first pronunciation, but no. D. Apotheker. And behind me, this is Hyborian Witch. And I first heard about Kensington Gore. When I caught them a few years ago when they played Red Cat Records 1 Record Store Day. Highly earthy, organic sound. And perhaps uh, you caught CITR show The Burrow several weeks ago. Maybe months ago at this point time is skewed. The Burrow airs Mondays from 3 to 4 p.m. here on CITR. Andy Resto had an interview with the guys behind Gansing and Gore. They have a new flexi disc out. And there's talk of a new album due soon, a long player, and that's via another CITR connection, More Than Human Records. Kensington and Gore will be participating at Big Joy Music Festival. They're playing on the second night, Saturday, December 3rd. It'll be hanging at 8 p.m. And again, this is at the Remington Gallery. As the ad said, you can get tickets at Red Cat, Audio Pile, or Selectors are online at Brown Paper Tickets. And, uh... Let's talk about some of the things else that are happening on Friday, since uh, it gave us a condensed list of what was going on, but there's a couple things I want to highlight. Uh, from Western Canada on Friday, December 2nd, same place, Remington. Uh, doors open for that at 8. Holtzkopf. He's going to do a special performance featuring a remix of 100 cassette tapes over the course of one performance. Uh, Hick, you may have heard earlier in the day, since uh, she visited the borough too. Serbian-born Vancouver-based interdisciplinary artist mixing surreal, fantastic, absurd, alchemical, and grotesque visions and sounds together. From a combination of uh, Texas and Mexico, there's Chris Cogburn, who actually organizes his own improvised music festival called the No Idea Festival. Phonal. Uh, today is an orange day. is going to be doing live processed sounds of consumption, so imagine a little food there. And in between sets there on Friday... CITR owns own Pop Drones, which airs Monday, Wednesdays, on Monday, Wednesdays, 10 to 11.30 a.m. here. Pop Drones, good stuff. And then, as we've slowly run out of music there, on the Saturday, it's an early show, it starts at 6. And this time around, the Selectors Records folks are going to be doing all the DJing. We're going to have folks like Gordon Ashworth, who's going to come up from Portland, and uh, bring some string instruments, field recordings, and magnetic tape. Judah Clement and Matthew Ruhlman. And uh, they're going to be amplifying various objects to uh, get a deeper perspective on the hidden sounds of everyday objects. Freshwater Girls are coming from Winnipeg with a whole bunch of tape loops and field recordings themselves. A big deal. Jake Muir, otherwise known as Manad, is coming up from Seattle. And... Uh, He's going to do some wonderful stuff remixing a well-loved American pop group. Not saying which one it is. Uh, Lisa Ferrari and John Brennan have an act that's simply known as open parentheses, dash, space, dash, close parentheses. So it is a, an emoji in repose or meditating. Uh, they have some improvisation and minimalist performances uh, relying on percussion, voice, tapes, books, zither, and other objects. I'm curious to see how that will go. Sarah Gold, Alexandra Spence, and um, Midnight Owl. So there's your quick recap of everyone who's performing. And do check it out. It's a bit of a different vibe from what you normally expect from the festival scene here in Vancouver, but it's part of a well-burgeoning underground scene. Stuff you won't really encounter anywhere else. Anyways, let's get back to the music. 
since we've all run out of what I'm doing here. And there's another death in the music world I want to have to catch up on. Although the profile will be short, otherwise this show would be quirky and nuts. Uh, Jean-Jacques Perry, French musician and composer, born in Paris, 1929. Originally studied medicine until he met Georges Janet, the inventor of the early electronic synth called the Ondioline. And uh, Perry quit medicine, and he started touring Europe with the Ondioline, and somehow managed to leverage that into several simple single releases in Europe during the late 50s, and eventually... New York called him with a custom-built studio in the 60s where he could splice tapes and uh, make playful compositions using music concrete techniques. Eventually met Robert Moog, the inventor of the synthesizer known as the Moog, and he mixed all those techniques together. And the emphasis here is that prior to him, a lot of electronic music was considered very avant-garde and intellectual and very brilliant, but he emphasized the accessibility of music to everyone. And synths basically became a very pop instrument and it actually helped sort of burgeon the Moog craze in a while. So uh, we'll start off with his solo pieces here before we get with his most famous collaboration from the 1970 album Mood Indigo. This is Jean-Jacques Perry with a lot of blahs here because this is the Gossipo Perpetuo. Bursaries, scholarships, buildings, research projects, sporting events, you name it, it's likely been supported by donors. Giving is a powerful thing, and coming up is the day to celebrate it. Giving Tuesday is on November 29. Give thanks and share your own giving stories using hashtag UBCGiving. 
Find out more at ubc.ca slash givingtuesday. Plenty of whimsy there. Windy whimsy. That was the duo of Perry and Kingsley from 1967's Kaleidoscopic Vibrations. That was the Baroque Hoedown. If you've ever been to either Disneyland or Walt Disney World of a certain age, that was the theme for what was the Main Street Electrical Parade of old. And Jean-Jacques Curie started working with Gershon Kingsley in 1965 upon meeting. We probably know Kingsley best for coming up with perhaps the most definitive Moog, or at least uh, synth instrumental pop tune of all time, and that's 1972's Popcorn. And um, Kingsley and Perry together released uh, several influential albums before Perry moved back to Europe. Kingsley's still around. And uh, not so much active in that way, but he's been helping out at least with certain synthesizers in the past. His influence on music is as marked as was Perry. In the 70s, Perry had worked with television, he scored for ballet, and he continued some medical research into therapeutic sounds for insomniacs. <laughs> 
and he took a sabbatical from releasing music. And he returned to the public sphere in 1997 when he collaborated with David Shazam in Bordeaux, France. And Barry kept up an active pace on music with artists like Gilbert Sigrist, Dana Countryman, Cosmic Pocket, and Luke Vibert. And as always, Harry emphasized having fun as a core part of music. Anytime you cover a performance, he usually had on an amazing gold blazer. Almost like he should be a circus ringleader. Maybe working in a Vegas casino. That's important. You, know, you show someone all the tone generators in the past, and it's like, yeah, we're going to make some music here. You know, this point we associate with frog rock or other experimental things. Some people do like it, but not everyone. You act as the gateway drug. And for me, growing up, any game show usually used some music in that vein, just because it was almost disposable. But it worked quite well. Anyways, um, Perry's uh, remained active in music up until recently. The last album he released was the ELA album, along with Shazam, last year. And Perry died at the age of 87 in Switzerland this past November 4th for complications of one cancer. In the background here, wonderful gem of music here. This can be found on uh, the latest Soul Jazz Records compilation, Venezuela 70. Cosmic visions of a Latin American Earth, Venezuelan experimental rock of the 1970s. This is Angel Rada with Panico, Alas, Cinco Sayan. There's Panic at 5 a.m., as it were. Uh, it's just a little past 7.30 p.m. here. Plenty of reason panic. My name is Gak. You listen to Exploding Indies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And uh, as a shock to no one here, the winter term here at UBC is about to end because it's almost December. And of course, exams are rolling around, but uh, we have our own fun to have. CITR is partnering with some folks I should coordinate things with better. The UBC Film Society for a screening of the 2000 film High Fidelity is an adaptation of Nick Hornsby's book, although uh, reset in Chicago, starring John Cusack, a whole bunch of record store folks, about the uh, trials and tribulations about the associated staff and customers. Very geeky thing to watch, along with read, but uh, there's some heartbreak there, and of course, tons of cool tunes. So swing by CITR World Headquarters here at the Student Nest. You may still have Discorder magazines for yourself to pick up. This Thursday, December 1st, from 7 to 10 p.m. The lounge will be all gussied up. We'll have the big screen up, the projector going. There'll be snacks. Who doesn't like snacks? Don't answer, please. I don't even know. There's uh, Badu plus supply your own beverages, libations, whatever you need to keep yourself hydrated. That's you. High Fidelity, Thursday, December 1st, here at CITR. Now, I'm going to play one of the songs from that film. It's tough because there's so many in there, whether it was on the soundtrack or not. But in the end, there's only one real choice here. There's the go-to piece for what song is this at the time? It's going to sell five copies before it ends. It's the beta band. Scottish acts that actually effectively defined what Folktronica is. Mixing sort of lo-fi production with uh, hip-hop beats and... Uh, they live far too short, but Sean never so bright. The song originally appeared on their debut EP, 1997's Champion Versions, but in 1998, two other EPs were combined into what became their debut, what we know as helpfully as the Three EPs album. So this will be the beta band 
dry the rain. Something that miraculously happened today here. I don't think that'll be the case anymore. Rain will be back. And oh, it will be wet.
enjoy singing, drumming, and spending time in a good environment? Then SFU's Vansity Office of Community Engagement and SFU's Office of Aboriginal Peoples are inviting you to join the singing and drumming workshops. Led by Russell Wallace, a composer, producer, and traditional Lil Wat singer, Salish singing and drumming workshops are free and open to everyone. Join Russell on October 18th, November 22nd, and January 12th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Gold Corp Center for the Arts, located on 149 West Hastings Street. For more information, visit sfuwoodwards.ca or find Salish Singing and Drumming Workshops on Facebook. Invite your friends. Are you aware? Radio. Alternate Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. Profiling music and musicians take the root of positive action over apathy. Boy, this is exciting. Explode and head movies.
from their most recent album this year's four spelled roman style ivy that was black mountain with line them all up and uh, as mentioned a few weeks ago their gear got stolen outside a gig in sweden at the start of their european tour this point i think they've been able to complete it with a whole bunch of rented and loaned gear uh, they've had a pledge music fundraiser going in effect for a while which if you donate uh, some money you'll get some prizes down the road once they sort their things out but there's actually going to be a benefit concert for Black Mountain at the Cobalt this Sunday, December 4th. show starts at 8 o'clock. And uh, just organized by a whole bunch of friends. So all the proceeds from the event will go directly to the band. So you can feel really good about coming down and enjoying a killer night of music. So we'll feature sets from Hello Blue Roses, Slow Learners, Bold Marauder, plus some extra special secret guests. DJ's ex Darmonix and Cipriano. Be uh, keeping you going between bands. Tickets will be available at the door. And behind me, ever so quietly, this is a Vancouver producer Elka. Not the year's chance tape through the almighty 1080p label. I say a lot of labels are almighty, but yeah, it's true. Uh, the song is Fairbeat. So. We've got two major acts to take care of here and pay tribute to. We'll start off with Leonard Cohen. Born in the Westmount neighborhood of Montreal in September 1934. Primarily an English-speaking part of Montreal, but uh, definitely part of the big, strong Jewish tradition in that, that city. And uh, 1951, McCohen enrolled at McGill University. And he observed... A lot during his time since uh, he actually taught himself to play the acoustic guitar but he picked up some chords from a young Spanish guitar player which is where he got that classical flamenco sound and part of his heritage is he actually formed a country folk group they called the Buckskin Boys and he's always had a trend to have a little bit of country in him and he's a big spoken Hank Williams fan too he was always a captivating guy to say the least apparently he started hypnosis and anecdotally, uh, apparently, during his teenage years, someone managed to convince the housekeeper to take her clothes off. In line from what we know of the character at this point. Um, he predominantly became a poet during his time, and that's where he had a long extensive history with uh, the press. But at a certain point, poetry didn't really pay the bills, so he decided to become a songwriter. 1966. And he took a lot of those poems and sent them to music using the guitar that uh, we'll become quite familiar with. And uh, as films go, this was one of the ones that brought him to attention. And first and foremost, this was a lot of people's first exposure. Since uh, if you didn't see the National Film Board, ladies and gentlemen, Leonard Cohen, you would not really have an idea about what he was capable of. But... Uh, Robert Altman, in the wake of his successful film *Mash*, uh, did an adaptation of a 1959 novel about a gambler visiting Washington State in 1902, who takes over a town by a personality. And rumor it starred Warren Beatty and Julie Christie, and it was actually one of the first films shot in BC, as a lot of sets were built up in West Vancouver, Hello Horseshoe Bay, and Squamish, to sort of replicate. The old Pacific Northwest mining community. 
And Robert Altman first listened to Leonard Cohen's debut album from 1967, Songs of Leonard Cohen. And uh, he was inspired to use some of that music, but he was reminded by producers about what to do. And then thematically, a lot of the content in Cohen's music lined up nicely. So this song off of Songs of Leonard Cohen was used as the intro to McCabe and Mrs. Miller. And uh, we'll start off with that. We'll listen to a cover from another song that appeared on the soundtrack. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But this will be Leonard Cohen with The Stranger Song. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. It's true that all the men you knew were dealers who said they were through with dealing every time you gave them shelter. I know that kind of man. It's hard to hold the hand of anyone who's reaching for the sky just to surrender. Who is reaching for the sky just to surrender. And then sweeping up the jokers that he left behind, you find he did not leave you very much, not even laughter. Like any dealer, he was watching for the card that is so high and wild, he'll never need to deal another. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. He was just some Joseph looking for a manger. And then leaning on your windowsill, he'll say one day you caused his will to weaken with your love and warmth and shelter. And then taking from his wallet an old schedule of trains, he'll say, I told you when I came, I was a stranger. I told you when I came, I was a stranger. Another stranger seems to want you to ignore his dreams as though they were the burden of some other. Oh, you've seen that man before, his golden arm dispatching cards, but now it's rusted from the elbow to the finger. And he wants to trade the game he plays for shelter. Yes, he wants to trade the game he knows for shelter. You hate to watch another tired man lay down his hand like he was giving up the holy game of poker. And while he talks his dreams to sleep, you notice there's a highway that is curling up like smoke above his shoulder. It's curling just like smoke above his shoulder. You tell him to come in, sit down, but something makes you turn around. The door is open, you can't close your shelter. You try the handle of the road, it opens. Do not be afraid, it's you, my love, you who are the stranger. It is you, my love, you who are the stranger. Well, I've been waiting, I was sure we'd meet between the trains we're waiting for. I think it's time to board another. Please understand, I never had a secret chart 
to get me to the heart of this or any other matter. Well, he talks like this, you don't know what he's after. When he speaks like this, you don't know what he's after. Let's meet tomorrow if you choose upon the shore Beneath the bridge that they are building on some endless river Then he leaves the platform for the sleeping car that's warm You realize he's only advertising one more shelter And it comes to you, he never was a stranger And you say, okay, the bridge or someplace later And then sweeping up the jokers that he left behind You find he did not leave you very much, not even laughter Like any dealer, he was watching for the card That is so high and wild, he'll never need to deal another He was just some Joseph looking for a manger He was just some Joseph looking for a manger He'll say one day you caused his will to weaken with your love and warmth and shelter And then taking from his wallet an old schedule of trains He'll say I told you when I came I was a stranger I told you when I came I was a stranger I told you when I came I was a stranger sure you've heard of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but what about Giving Tuesday? November 29th is an international day of giving to celebrate the importance of philanthropy. Join in by sharing your giving stories on social media using hashtag UBC Giving. Find out more at ubc.ca slash Giving Tuesday. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Honkameenam speaking Musqueam people. Oh. 
My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 on your FM dial online at www.citr.ca. We broadcast from unceded Musqueam territory here from the student nest here on UBC campus. What we just heard there was Beck, along with a rotating cast of friends to help out, and that was recorded in 2009. At a time, Beck was uh, not really focusing too much on releasing new music. He was mostly doing production work at the time, but he had something called the Record Club, where we'd get a whole bunch of musicians. They'd listen to an album in the morning, and that later that day, they would try to reproduce everything. So along with some Skip Spencer, Yanni, and In Excess, uh, in 2009, they tackled the entirety of Leonard Cohen's debut album, 1967's Songs of Leonard Cohen, and we just heard Winter Lady very faithful take there since uh, a lot of the other studio experiments they do sound very loopy and Winter Lady was one of the three songs that appeared on the soundtrack to the 1971 film McCabe and Mrs. Miller we heard one of the other ones beforehand the Stranger song and one thing that's always popped up with uh, Cohen's music is that somehow it always fits into a soundtrack no matter what. Mostly because the topics lyrically that he approached were very big idea with capital B, capital I. There's probably a capital G in there. Um, you know, the ideas of, you know, gods and sex and, you know, power struggles and all that nature. At the time, when he was first becoming part of the music scene, he wasn't sure exactly how he'd fit in, because one thing that always stuck out was that he was substantially older than the rest of the scene. I mean, the folk scene in, in uh, Greenwich Village at the time was in full force, as we're talking 1966. And uh, when he started meeting some of the musicians there, they uh, professed to digging his poetry, but he was notoriously stage shy at the time. But when he did this song that we're about to hear uh, in front of Judy Collins, She's like, you have to do this live on stage now. And he sort of you know, was reluctant about it. To the point of his per first performance, he sort of stepped out halfway through it and was like, nope, you're coming back on. And Judy Collins recorded this as her first single. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention is what's in the background here. I 
a segue. Uh, this is the composer Whitney George. And from a 2015 appearance at the Atlantic Music Festival, she's conducting ensemble, performing A Stiffening Wound in the Pit of Red. Anyways, as I'm building up a whole bunch of stuff here, um, the song that we're about to hear is about a woman. A lot of times, Leonard Cohen's songs were always about women. Uh, this one specifically was about Suzanne Verdel, girlfriend of sculptor and fellow Montrealer Armand Valancourt. Of course, I'll talk about uh, Ms. Jensen or nay, Ms. Ellen a little bit later. Since, uh, along with spending time in New York and Montreal, uh, by uh, some family funds, managed to pick up a cheap residence on the Greek island of Hydra in 1960. And he shuttled back and forth between Montreal and Greece for a time. The original version of the song also appeared on Songs of Leonard Cohen. I wasn't expecting to sort of focus on that solo album, but. I uh, did opt for some covers here, and this is one of the more profound ones here. The original version of this appears on the 1969 album To Love Somebody, but uh, when this was reissued in 2012, an alternate version became available, and I've kind of dug the uh, grit to this one. Of course, as voices go, Nina Simone, one of the most outstanding, exemplary, and uh, politically charged women there is in the jazz scene. And in some ways, when singing about the song as opposed to other people, it seems like she knows who Suzanne is. I doubt she actually met Ms. Verdal in any way whatsoever, but Simone could always put herself in other people's shoes quite easily. So this will be Nina Simone with her version of Suzanne. Suzanne takes you down to a place by the river. You can hear the boats go by. You can spend the night forever. And you know the chiefs have crazy. And that's why you want to be there. And she feeds you. And oranges that come all the way from China Just when you mean to tell her That she hasn't, you have no love to give her She gets you on her wavelength And she lets the river answer That you've always been her lover Across the water 
your perfect body with her Are you not ready to start final exams just yet? Escape into a wintry wonderland filled with a cappella festivity at UBC Acapella's 2016 Winter Concert. On December 4th, they will be hosting two shows, a matinee at 2 p.m. and an evening show at 6 p.m. Check it out by going to UBC Acapella on Facebook. Didn't see the time. 
For the miracle, for the miracle to come. 
Off his 1992 album, The Future. There's Leonard Cohen there. We're waiting for the miracle. And uh, it's one of the three songs. It's funny how similar this is to McCabe and Mrs. Miller. It's own three Leonard Cohen songs. Natural Born Killers. 1994 film directed by Oliver Stone. Written by a very young Quentin Tarantino. Although disavowed all the changes that had happened since... uh, Oliver Stone did not know subtlety at all, especially in that very overt film about two lovers and serial killers. And this was around the, the time 
that uh, Leonard Cohen's voice actually dropped. So as we heard in the 60s performances, the voice is definitely nasal but sort of high and it kind of fit in with the flamenco guitar, but once the synths came in, and of course years of hard living, his voice dropped, but in a way that was more confident. And this is around the time that Leonard Cohen actually felt more comfortable touring and performing live. He was shy in the 60s. In the 70s, there were shows, apparently, where he had to sort of step back, take a little hit of acid LSD, and then hop back on stage. But it's funny to see that over the years, he has become more confident on stage. Hopefully, you did catch him as part of any of the recent touring that he had done with all the albums that he released. Um, Behind me, this is Kooky Freeman, along with his original Velvet Sound. I think this came out in the 70s, but I found this in a 1992 compilation called Relax, and the song is called My Man John. We're going to get one more cover here, and this ties into probably the song of songs for Larry Cohen, to the point uh, when he was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He effectively used the lyrics as uh, his speech of sorts. The original version of this appeared on, I guess, his biggest album, I'm Your Man, but Marianne Faithful big part of the Rolling Stones scene for a while. In 2000, she recorded an album called Vagabond Ways. And she does a pretty good cover here. And of course, it keeps the sly joke about Golden Voices well intact. So this will be faithful here with Tower of Song. And then we'll follow up with one of the last songs that Leonard Cohen recorded. I see 
But you'll be hearing from me, baby, long after I'm gone. I'll be speaking to you sweetly from a window in the Tower of Song. I'll be speaking to you sweetly from a window in the Tower of Song. I'll be speaking to you sweetly from a window in the Tower of Song. scholarships, buildings, research projects, sporting events. You name it, it's likely been supported by donors. Giving is a powerful thing, and coming up is the day to celebrate it. Giving Tuesday is on November 29. Give thanks and share your own giving stories using hashtag UBC Giving. Find out more at ubc.ca slash giving Tuesday. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
sounded like the truth. Seen a better way. Sounded like the truth. But it's not the truth today. I better hold my tongue. I better take my place. Lift this glass of blood. Try to say the grace. his final album it came out a month or two ago it's wonderfully called you want it darker there was leonard cohen with it seemed the better way he recorded it with his son adam in his los angeles home and uh features a wide mix of instrumentation so it's not always just the uh, casio synthesizer drum machine and female vocalists in this case, there was a men's choir that was sort of backing it up. And overall, the entire album has an immense religious theme. Similar to what we've heard in the past, but this is more like a reckoning. And of course, we now know he was ready. But then again, he was always ready. There was a New Yorker article 
that had an interview with him, one of the last ones they had before he died. He was fully ready to do it, but he did intend on living forever. But he knew. He knew. On July 28th this year, Marianne Aylin, subject of the song So Long, Marianne, perhaps the uh, biggest love of his life, she died in Oslo Hospital, but a few days beforehand, word got to Cohen, and he wrote the most affecting note. The short part is, Know that I am so close behind you that if you stretch out your hand, I think you can reach mine. Goodbye, old friend. Endless love. See you down the road. On November 7th, he took a fall in his home in the middle of the night, crawled back into bed, fell asleep, and never woke up. So Leonard Cohen died at the age of 82. We only found out on the Thursday. We also found out that cancer was a contributing cause to all this. But he was flown back to Montreal, put in the family plot in Mount Royal, in a simple Jewish rite, just a pine casket. The memorial's planned to take place in L.A., of course, Montreal, his former residence, has turned into a shrine. And the ghost of Leonard definitely walks throughout. Whether it's by a bagel shop, or by one of many of the bars that we go to. And yeah, profound influence on not just Canadian experience. And for me growing up, it always kind of made Montreal sound like the coolest place on earth. Still is. But at the time, it just seemed elusive. And he helped sort of build that... Uh, character there so we'll definitely play some more Cohen as episodes go and the entire album you want it darker sounds fascinating if you want to see some films about Leonard Cohen along with having his music appear in so many uh, of course there's National Film Board 1965 ladies and gentlemen Mr. Leonard Cohen the 1974 documentary Bird on a Wire named after one of his great songs, inspired in part of his time in Greece, looking at a soul bird on a telephone wire. Uh, Song of Leonard Cohen from 1980 by Harry Rusky. Songs from the Life of Leonard Cohen from 1988. Portrait by Arnel Brusque called Leonard Cohen's Spring 1996. The 2005 documentary featuring all manners of musical acts. I think U2 is the most prominent, called I'm Your Man. And various other little shorts that are compiled that way so many covers to choose from of course i missed a lot of his 70s and 80s material to share with you or even some of his 2000s relatively quiet but i'll definitely share them in the past we'll definitely be listening to a lot more either in our minds or hearts and yeah my, my regret is that i never saw him live i always thought tickets would be too expensive but he always sounded gleeful and alive and he hit the stage with vengeance i always just figured he'd tough it out Anyways, uh, my name's Gak, you're listening to Exploding Hymns here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out, uh, a little before I forget. In the background here, this is one of the rare instrumental songs from Leonard Cohen off of 1992's The Future. This is Tacoma Trailer. As new films go, Micah Levy, who recently did the score to Under the Skin, provides the score to the biopic about Jackie Kennedy, simply called Jackie. I've seen raves about both the score and the film, so I need to check it out. Junkie XL, who is no longer working on Deadpool 2, but we know from Mad Max Ray Road, he's working on Distance Between Dreams. 
out through Lakeshore Records. Of course, our Montreal connections continue on in our re-releases because The Apprenticeship of Dudley Kravitz, the original cast recording by Alan Menken and David Spencer is coming out through Ghostlight. Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. There's two limited edition releases of 3000 by the score by Harold Faltenmeyer. If you've been watching Black Mirror, the episode San Junipero, the score by Clint Mansell, is out. Christmas stuff coming out too. Maybe I'll save that for the Christmas episode. Uh, Re-releases of The French Connection. John Williams' Jurassic Park. Original London and Broadway cast recordings of My Fair Lady. Mysterious film world of Bernard Herrmann. Star Trek 50th anniversary and a vinyl edition first pressing of Titanic. All those are available somewhere later this week. Anyways, let's get into our second musical profile here. And there's a connection between Leonard Cohen and Sharon Jones since they both started their music careers quite late. Uh, As I mentioned, Cohen started a music career in his 30s. Jones started in the 40s. She had uh, legendary been a big part of... uh, well, she grew up in Augusta, Georgia, hometown of James Brown, and there's actually a somewhat of a cousin-type relationship between it. But uh, after her singing career didn't pan out, she ended up in New York, and she worked as a prison guard at Rikers Island, one of the uh, famous prisons there you can find in the five boroughs. But um, after she did a couple sort of a... I forget if it was karaoke or just sort of like acting as an impersonator with the bands. Uh, the folks behind Daptone Records found her, and uh, they got her to start singing along with some of the music, and they broke out big. So I'm going to tie this into film first here, and uh, this one should be obvious for you Big Lebowski fans. And uh, as you're about to hear, there will be a Big Lebowski beer garden at the Rio Theater by, uh, presented by the UBC Film Society this Sunday, December 4th. Doors at 6 movie. It'll be screened at 6.30 p.m. 19 and older, because I believe you can get white Russians at the bar. Anyways, we know this as a Kenny Rogers song. It originally had, like, Glenn Campbell on guitars uh, back when there was, like, a psychedelic first edition. But from a 2004 7-inch, it's a great cover. This is Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. As we definitely perk things up here, we just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in yeah yeah oh yeah let's see how our conditions are doing
Come out to the Rio Sunday, December 4th for the UBC Film Sox annual Big Lebowski um, Beverage Garden. It's totally free. Uh, except the, uh, you know, beverages. And wear costumes, maybe win a prize. Doors are at 6 and the movie will start at 6.30 due to Reno. It's a 19 plus event. Please abide. This land is your land.
Behind me, this is the Dap Kings by themselves. You can find this on a 2010 compilation called Dap Tone Gold. This is Nervous Like Me. And then off the 2005 album, Naturally, we heard Sharon Jones along with the Dap Kings with their take of Woody Guthrie's This Land, This Your Land. And that was used as part of the opening titles to the 2010. Let me get the main movie right. Yep, 2010. Up in the air. Alexander Payne film starring George Clooney. The man who flies around and fires people. Short summary. I know there's a lot more to it. Substantially more. Found stuff that way. Anyways, the Brooklyn funk scene in the 90s was uh, pretty low-key at the time. Of course, it wasn't really like a big part of what was going on. But in 1996, there was a recording session with Lee Fields. He's coming to town next week. I'll probably talk a little bit more about it. There was a call out for backup singers. But only one person showed up. That was Sharon Jones. One of the recording people behind it was Gabriel Roth, who records under the name Bosco Man. And uh, they dug what she had done. They were expecting three singers. She ended up singing all three parts herself. They cut a couple tracks with her just performing. And they became part of uh, what was then uh, the Pure Labels. Well, the album was uh, by the Soul Providers called Soul Tequila. And the members of Soul Providers featured the Brooklyn bands Antibalas and the Mighty Imperials. Those were the acts that later became the Dap Kings. Eventually, a Desco label was formed to help record some more material. And a whole bunch of seven inches came out featuring Sharon Jones and all manners of funky music. It sort of fell apart over time, but it picked up a reputation because everyone thought it was lost vintage 70s 45 records. But in the end, 2002, Daptone was formed. The first release was an album with Sharon Jones called Dap Dippin'. Something I definitely would like to share, but we ain't got time this time around. Let's dive into a couple more film tracks before some recent music to share with you and some obvious, obvious tracks here. In 2013, Martin Scorsese sought out Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings to sort of play as part of the 80s scene. And this sort of fits in nicely with one certain segment of the film, and this song knocked it out of the park. It's a cover of Shirley Bassey, theme to a James Bond film, something we've definitely profiled in the past. Originally from 1964, we know this as Goldfinger. But uh, Sharon Jones takes the place of Shirley Bassey, and she more than acquits herself. Let's listen to this. Your ear 
Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. for a little bit of soul with your host Jade Park. A little bit of soul plays primarily old recordings of jazz, swing, big band, blues, oldies, and Motown.
sure you've heard of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but what about Giving Tuesday? November 29th is an international day of giving to celebrate the importance of philanthropy. Join in by sharing your giving stories on social media using hashtag UBCGiving. Find out more at ubc.ca slash givingtuesday.
Oh, we had a triple shot there, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Starting off with Goldfinger. Then uh, we heard a couple new songs there. From last year, a single that just came out on its own. Those little boys with shiny toys. And then from the soundtrack to the documentary about her life, Miss Sharon Jones with an exclamation mark. That song was pretty obvious, telling her own life story, as though it was a documentary itself. It was called I'm Still Here. Miss Sharon Jones debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival last year. And in 2013, she was originally diagnosed with bowel duct cancer, which delayed the release of what's currently the final album from Sharon Jones and Dap Kings 2014's Give the People What They Want. It morphed into stage two pancreatic cancer, but it was beaten and allowed for a final tour, which was documented in Miss Sharon Jones. But it was at the International Film Festival that she announced that her cancer returned. And while watching the American election a couple weeks ago, she'd suffered a stroke in Cooperstown, New York. So she blamed Trump for all this. As we're about to for a while now for anything else that happens. <clears throat> the Dap Kings found out. They raced up to Cooperstown to spend time with her at the hospital. And they actually jammed with her. She wasn't responding much to voice, but they started playing instruments, doing some old gospel songs, because she's gospel trained. And she started voicing along with it, and then she started singing all her hymns. That's what they did for a few days. So she died on November 18th at the age of 60. It's no word yet what will happen with Daptone and the Dap Kings now, but now's the time to mourn. So we're doing with Larry Cohen. Some people are doing Fidel Castro. We'll see what happens. There's that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up in a few hot minutes, it is the Jazz Show. And Gavin Walker will take you until midnight and beyond. Stay tuned for the rest of your CITR Monday. So next week, it will be December as 2016 draws to a merciful close. Let's see if we can all make it out of it. Just thinking about Clint Mansell's score to High Rise, but with Castro dying, I kind of want to do I'm Cuba, but there's no soundtrack for that. Figure it out. Well, that's well of the standard December material, the alternative counter-programming to Christmas. And uh, you're in review. Let us see what we can do. Anyways, that was the Menahan Street Band uh, with the title track to their 2008 album, Make the Road by Walking. And we'll close with one last Sharon Jones track here, off of 2005's Naturally. Wish I could touch upon every album, but my time is short. A classic, as it ever was. This is Sharon Jones, and all over again. And faithful listeners, we will do this all over again in seven days. Oh!
forgot these things, but I misunderstood, cause every time 